Confessions, Convictions, and Conversations, a podcast exploring the cool Christian girl's guide to living in America. I'm your girl, April Davenport. I'll reveal to you a little personal testimony while merging ministry, education, and real life. We will also discuss current events with relevant figures of our time. It is the perfect blend of headline news, black girl magic, and of course, Jesus juice. Come with me on a journey you won't soon forget. So stay tuned, don't change the channel, and let's take a ride. Welcome to Confessions, Convictions, and Conversations. I'm your host, April Davenport. There is just nothing like celebrating with the people you love and celebrating the people you love. May is the precursor of the summer and the kickoff for all things Jubilee. All of these graduations are the signal that there is still something good happening in our world. It's so wonderful to see the high school graduates, the college graduates, and the advanced degree graduates complete this leg of the journey and begin a new chapter in their lives. It's also a joy to celebrate birthdays. I consider a birthday a personal fresh start. And this weekend, my aunt, the oldest of the Golden Girls, is celebrating her 75th trip around the sun. What a blessing to live five years beyond her promise year and to do so gracefully. As one of the matriarchs of our family, we couldn't be more honored to pause and salute her as she celebrates this 75th fresh start. What milestone are you commemorating this year? What fresh start are you marking in your own personal history book? While it may not be a mile marker that the world has identified, we all have a milestone and fresh start that we should seek to reach and celebrate this year. If no one else claps for us, we must be determined to clap for ourselves. This concept of applauding our milestone and celebrating our wins is a reminder of what we discussed in season four and also reminds me of some of the great documentaries that my family and I love to watch. During this basketball playoff season, I'm reminded of one in particular, and that is The Last Dance that covered the great Michael Jordan. While there were so many people who believe Michael Jordan is the greatest of all time, there are others who believe that they are just as great. Every episode, however, looking back through Michael Jordan's career, he was confident of one thing, who he was on the court, and what he was there to do. The teams who win championships have players who are clear about their purpose on the court and or on the field. In life, those who win and succeed aren't confused about who they are and what they should be doing. They don't try to win at someone else's game. They are clear about their purpose. Last week, we discussed loving who we are and knowing our worth and value. What good will it do to be confident of this if we don't then commit to living in our purpose? Webster defines purpose as an end to be attained. If we act on this definition, then fulfilling our purpose is a lifelong activity because we never really attain the end until we depart this life. Ephesians 2 and 10 reads, for we are what he has made us, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand to be our way of life. God has a unique purpose for each of us, and that purpose should be the guiding principle for the way we live our lives. So let's compare life to an exhilarating game of basketball. 
The Hawks didn't make it to the championship this year, but that's okay. We're still in basketball hype, so this comparison makes sense. There are five positions on a basketball team. Center, point guard, small forward, power forward, and shooting guard. The only way the team can be effective is for everyone to fulfill their position. So in life, it's important to first know your position. Who are you? Why were you created? Why are you here? What are you destined to do in life? We might have had jobs where we worked or are still working, but at some point in life, our purpose must truly align with our passion. And those colliding destinies should dictate how we spend most of our time. If you are gifted as an analytic, I don't expect that you will find much success or joy as a creative. If you are a creative, more than likely, you won't find happiness spending time with logistics. We all have desires and it's nothing wrong with having those desires, but our desires should never trump what we have been truly gifted to do. In middle school, I tried out for the basketball team. I know, no need to laugh. I loved the game and I was a pretty good shooter. I felt like point guard had my name all over it. Needless to say, I didn't make the team. And when I asked the coach why, she said, sure, you can shoot the ball, but you can never defend anyone. And basketball is a game of offense and defense. I walked away defeated. But I had to realize that while there was nothing wrong with my desire, it was clear God never intended for me to play basketball when he only made me 4'11". Know your position. Before taking your shot, be sure it's serving a true purpose in your life. If we're truly going to live the life that has been carved uniquely for us, everything we do should serve a purpose to enhance who we are and what we've been created to do. Since the pandemic has ended, I've realized most people have forgotten how to drive and there are a lot of distracted drivers on the road. Every morning when I awaken, there is news of an accident shutting down a major highway in Atlanta, and Atlanta certainly doesn't need help with traffic. However, what's abundantly clear is that most people are driving while distracted. Furthermore, most people are living while distracted. Distractions are dangerous. Not only do they have the ability to cause accidents, but they cause us to lose our focus. After we have become aware of our positions, it is vital that we redirect our focus. Perhaps you're certain of your purpose and you're ready to take the shot, but maybe you also have your sights on the people around you and the things around you rather than what's ahead of you. How many times are we ready to make decisions and we become distracted because of what other people are doing? How often do we get distracted from moving forward in life because of circumstances or situations that seemingly affect us, but in actuality have nothing to do with us? Have you allowed those most close to you to become a distraction because perhaps they can't see your vision as clearly as you? So you also start to believe your vision is hazy? What we seek is what we will see, meaning whatever or whoever has the majority of your attention in life is what will eventually take shape in your life. If you seek God, God will take shape in your life. If you seek the approval of other people, then you will chase after that approval the most in your life. Being able to redirect your focus becomes not only a weapon you need to have in your arsenal, 
but it becomes a necessity if you're going to be able to make it on the path towards your destiny. When any good player takes their shot, they assess the court, but most importantly, they assess the basket because that's the destination of the ball. Shooting your shot may involve other players, but ultimately your purpose has to be attached to your destiny. Don't be distracted or misguided by what's around you. Remain focused on what's ahead of you. You're only responsible for you, which means you're the only one responsible for reaching what God has given you. If you allow others or outside circumstances to prevent you from accomplishing the goals, dreams, or ambitions that are inside of you, in the end, you only have yourself to blame. Think about a car and the many windows it contains, the side mirrors, the rear windshield, and the front windshield. All of those views are important, but none are more important than the front windshield, which is why it provides the widest and clearest views. Keep your eyes on what's in front of you and redirect your focus to what lies ahead. My sister loved sneakers and she especially loved Nikes. You have to admit when Bill Byerman and Phil Knight founded the former Blue Ribbon Sports Company, which later became Nike Incorporated, they founded a gold mine. The orange swoosh is recognized all over the world. And while the details of the shoes and sportswear has evolved, my sister loved Nike for the very simple principle it maintained. Just do it. So many times in life, we spend countless hours contemplating our next move that before we realize it, months or even years have passed us by. We consider our options and the opinions of others, and we forget the most important person in our game is ourselves. What if one day we woke up and we actually acted upon the impulse we felt? What if we lived as if today was the best day and the last day of our lives? How many companies would be started or expanded? How many dreams would be fulfilled? How many people would be helped? How many lives would be impacted? I'm in no way suggesting that we should all live frivolously and go out and buy Ferraris and eat a gallon of ice cream today. But what I am suggesting is that we shoot our shot. One of the greatest decisions we can make in life is believing that we are worth the shot and believing in ourselves enough to actually take the shot. We live in a society that has us comparing ourselves to everyone but ourselves. When truthfully, our journeys are so different that you couldn't walk my path if you tried and I couldn't walk yours. Why would I compare a hill to a valley, a mountain to a plain? You may be running a marathon and I may be sprinting and someone else may be walking, but what matters is that we are all moving. Whatever is planted within you, let it harvest, shoot the shot. Don't overthink it because more than likely it really won't make sense. However, the best things in life don't make sense. Do it anyway. When most people meet me, the first thing they say is, I had no idea you were so short. Honestly, I stopped growing physically somewhere around the sixth grade. I think I got out of the height line because I was probably tired of waiting. I can handle being short. That means I can also wear short dresses and not be judged. But imagine if I had stopped growing as a person, stopped honing my craft, or stopped learning. Where would that leave me? Not too much smarter than a fifth grader. We are all in this game of life and the world we live in would have us to think that we should achieve 100% success all of the time. However, that couldn't be further from the truth. 
Sure, we all like to win. I see it on social media all of the time. Win, 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 up, up, up. But life is not about winning. Life is about growth. If you're measuring your life in wins, you'll never measure up because who can ever win enough? But if you measure your life in growth, you'll always find that you're more than likely doing better than what you were doing before, even if you haven't reached exactly where you want to be. Value growth over winning. Your purpose is not evolved by how many shots you make, but rather how many shots you take. When you honor your worth, you understand the growth happens in the try. When you take the shot, your technique enhances. When you take the shot, your stance strengthens. When you take the shot, your confidence builds for the next shot. Growth should always be your goal. The winning will become secondary because you will determine what a win is. For some it's monetary, for others it's client fulfillment, for even others it's personal gain. However, it has to be more than tangible means. Most of us were at home for an entire year and a half or two years. Do you count that as failure or did you take the time to grow? Even if you rested and honored what mattered most to you, you grew. If you realize that life is not about being exhausted, you grew. If you realize that you really weren't ready to retire and sit down, you grew. Winning has a conclusive end. The game ends, the season ends, the career ends, but growth never ends. If we commit to growing for a lifetime, the possibilities and the shots become limitless. I love the L'Oreal commercials because who doesn't love Viola Davis? No, seriously, while I love wearing makeup and believe that everyone was born beautiful, what I adore most about L'Oreal is the tagline. You can obviously tell I'm into words, right? L'Oreal appeals to every consumer, no matter how much money a person makes, and wants every woman to believe one simple thing, you're worth it. While L'Oreal's focus is taking the time to make yourself even more beautiful, I want you to believe that knowing your position, redirecting your focus, shooting your shot, and valuing growth over winning all points to one concluding fact, you're worth it. When God created you, he determined you were worth it. Every morning you wake up, it means you still have a purpose to fulfill. And it's up to you to believe that you're worth it. The shot is important, but whether you're in season or not, in the game or on the sidelines, the shooter always takes precedence over the shot. You're always worth the time you take putting into yourself. You're always worth investing in yourself. You're always worth ignoring the statistics and going for more. I've heard it put this way. Believe in yourself. You are braver than you think, more talented than you know, and capable of more than you imagine. But I like to think of it this way. If God be for us, who can be against us? Whatever force comes against me can never be greater than the force inside of me. For that reason alone, I'm worth it, and so are you. Be confident in who God designed you to be. If you're a center, be bold in blocking the shot. If you're a point guard, take charge of the court. Redirect your focus and concentrate on your journey. No one makes the shot while looking away from the net. Shoot the shot. Be wise, but don't waste time. There isn't enough of it. Use yours to the best of your ability. Value growth in every single step of your journey. There is a reason where you are where you are. Acknowledge it and learn from it. 
Others recognize our progress even when we don't. Celebrate your steps. They matter. Be confident of your worth. I can believe in you, but if you don't believe in yourself, the dream will remain unfulfilled. And you're too significant to the master's plan to risk that possibility. Philippians 1 and 6 says, There has never been the slightest doubt in my mind that the God who started this great work in you would keep at it and bring it to a flourishing finish on the very day Jesus Christ appears. You're worth everything that you're doing, so keep going. We all know I love music. There's a song by Brian Courtney Wilson that describes why it is so important for you to know and fulfill the purpose God has designed for you. He that has begun a great work in you is faithful to perform. God is faithful to perform. He that has begun a great work in you is faithful to perform. God is faithful to perform. I declare you will know the favor of the Lord and receive a harvest for your seed. And in due time, God will blow your mind with what he has planted inside of you to bless the world as it blooms. Allow God's great work in you to be performed. Know your purpose and live in that purpose. It's a fresh start summer and class is in session at Fresh U. I can't wait to see you around campus. Let's grow together. God really is doing a great work in both you and me. And before you go, I love to pray for you. God, thank you so much for giving each of us a unique and divine purpose. We appreciate the great work that you're doing in all of us. I'm so excited about what God has in store for us this Fresh Start summer. I really do look forward to seeing you at Fresh U. Make sure you catch me next week, same day, same time. And as always, I love seeing the Army on social media, so make sure you're always connected with me. Make sure that you're staying dry and staying cool this Fresh Start summer, but let's grow together, let's learn together, and let's always thank God for a fresh start. Thanks so much for tuning in to Confessions, Convictions, and Conversations. We are just getting started. So make sure to connect with me on social at AS Davenport and at Fresh Start Fridays. For more information on the podcast, please visit www.ascministries.org. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the show and be a part of April's Army. Remember, anytime is a good time to confess the Lord Jesus as your personal savior, live by your own personal convictions, and it's always a great time to have a good conversation. I'm your girl, April Davenport. See you next time.